Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is August 7th. 2023. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Radio 11 PC has been conducting Zoom conference call for the past uh, 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise uh, raise your hand and please fill out a Google sheet. Amika? Uh, hi. Hello. Hi, this is Rahul. How are you? Good, Rahul. How are you? Uh, Rahul, my question is... Yeah, sure. I got it. One second. Your h one yeah. is expiring August 12, 2023. Last working day is August 11th. Requested for change of status to be to online. A form submitted on August 8th. Change of status happened on which date? And can I legally work till 11 uh, August? Yeah, you can work until 11 August 2020. Okay, okay. Because since I'm filing, uh, I'm, so if I'm filing on August 8th, I will receive the Im- uh, receipt number immediately, right? You will receive it in on, on the next day, ma'am. Even though you received the receipt number, you have uh-huh. an option of either continuing working or you have uh-huh. an option of stopping working. It's up to you. Your choice. Okay. Okay. So they ask for change of status as what uh, change of status request date that we need while we are filling online form. So there I'm going to even write August you, 12th. Even if even if you put August 12th, uh-huh. uh, you can still work on until August 12th. Even if you put okay. August 8th, you can still work uh-huh. until August 12th. Next person, Okay, please. sir. Okay. But if the B2 is approved, you cannot work. But B2 will not be approved by August 12th. I'm, I guarantee you that. Next person, please. Yeah. Uh, thanks for giving the opportunity. Uh, my spouse mm-hmm. case was approved H4. Can she start mm-hmm. work on the same day or we have to wait for the card? Well, if the employer is willing to, you mean to say H4 and EAD, both of them are approved, is it right? H4 EAD, yes. H4 EAD approved. Well, if the employer is willing to take, uh, then she can continue working. If the employer says, I need the EAD, then you have to wait. Okay, but if employer is okay, can we start like uh, today actually yes, we got... That's what, I, that's what I told you. Next person, please. Okay, one question. That is okay, you can. One more, yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. One question. My, uh, like one, same related to same thing. Uh, H4 uh, EAD uh, applied after previous H4 EAD expired. Can she work on it? You said EAD is approved right now, is right? No, no, no. Uh, same scenario for my, uh, the yeah. other friend. Okay, so uh, H4 uh, it, um, H4 applied like last year, it is expired. After up, um, completed, uh, they applied. 
or they can so approve after the, it after, the, after the EAD expired, they applied for the extension. They have to wait for the approval to start working. So C28 is not applicable for them? That's only if the extension is filed before it's expired and the H4 is already approved. Next person, please. Moko? Oh, hi. Um, hi, Rahul. Thanks for this uh, information and answers on your time. Um, so quickly, I got laid off uh, 52 days ago from Fang, and I got the offer from, a same, from the same company, uh, but I... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a different role. Uh, looks like mm -hmm. my, my presumption is it might need a degree or experience evaluation based on my background, as it's a slightly different domain. So is it better for to file for H1 before the company submits new H1? What do you mean by different background? Can you be more specific? Right. So my background is aerospace, and I uh, got a software engineering role, and they did a uh, experience evaluation uh, prior to starting that software engineer role at the same fan company. Uh, now I would, uh, I would file as a backup H four if you can. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, thank you. And a uh, couple of follow quickly. Um, so, rec do you recommend submitting the change of status online for the yes, IE five three nine? Okay. And um, okay, and what's the current USCIS practice from your experience? Like, do they um, kind of look at both the H4 and H1 in tandem, or no? They don't look in, into together though. I'm, so they, they would. I'm not the... sure if the H4 can be filed online. Let me forgot about that. But if it, if it oh. allows you to file online, go and file. Right. Okay. 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 Sounds good. Thank you. Rita Hegde. Yeah. Uh, hello. Hello, sir. My question is, uh, can someone in H4 do fundraising here in US as in like provide a service for raising money where 100% of earning goes to the nonprofit organization? Cannot? Absolutely. You don't have to have. You can. Okay. You can. Okay. If okay. it is, if it so, is for nonprofit organization and you're not getting any mm -hmm. commission out of it, you absolutely can. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Next person, please. Vamshi Mohan. Vamshi Mohan. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. So, Vamshi, uh, uh, being... I'm not an investment advisor, but having four people partnership is not a good idea, Vamshi. Okay. If only, you know, one person or two person, it at least makes sense. If four people are there, something or the other always goes wrong. But legally, can you guys okay. buy it? Got it, got it. So um on so there won't be any issues for the H1, right? No. Legally or like Planning yeah, and LLC, if we are trying if you want to plan to have an LLC, I want you to have a private consultation with an immigration lawyer, okay? Sure, Rahul, thank you. And uh, follow-up question is like um can we rent it out? So uh, I mean of course. Uh, that's the only reason why okay. you're buying the home. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. And thank, thank you so much. Praveen Kumar. Hello, Rahul. Um, my question is about... You have an approved I-140 and your wife is an H-1B status. It's a new employer files a H-1B transfer for me and change of status to H-4 and a new H-4 EAD for my wife. If, we, if I don't join the employer after my H-1B transfer is approved and my wife changes as, as I happen, will it affect the H-4 status? No, it does not. No, and her, her EAD application so still continues? 
Yes, continuous. Let's say, for example, you're working for Amazon. Microsoft files the H1B transfer. Your wife got the H4 and EED through that uh, Microsoft H1B transfer. And then later on, you decide you don't want to join Microsoft. Can she use the H4? Can she still work on the EED? The answer is yes. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. But one condition, you must be okay. working on H1B for some company. Yeah, sure. Correct. Next person. Hello, sir. Yeah, I'm looking into this one. Is 2006 right now. Yes. Uh, to use a priority, even though, yeah, you can. Okay, because someone told me it was only that, for 10 or something does, like uh, does 10 it, years. So that's does right. the that job position me. has to be, does the job position has to be same? No. The previous okay. job position can be software engineer. The new okay. job position can be for an immigration lawyer. Oh, okay. So they need to just refile the 140 with the old priority date. Uh -huh, that's okay. right. Labor okay. and I 140, of course. Okay, sir. Thank you so much. Next question. Yes, my 140 is approved. My spouse will convert the her visa from H1 to H4. So does she need to go H4 stamping immediately or does she can go later? And can she go first she, time H4 stamping either Canada or Mexico? She can go to Canada and Mexico. But does she have to go for stamping? No, she doesn't have to go for stamping. She doesn't have to go for stamping. Okay, no need to go for stamping, right? No, no need okay. to go for stamping. Okay, thank you. Aja? But if she is going outside, she has to get the stamping. But as such, it's not needed. Teja, go ahead. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for uh, taking some time for us. Uh, I have posted my question. You got the receipt notice suspended before the grace period ended. Sounds good. Then my wife's application got accepted. Mine was rejected for improper soon after I received the receipt notice. I have filed a B2 again, but this time online. We both. Okay, but did you file the B2 within 60 days or after 60 days? After 60 days. I want you to have a consultation with the lawyer. I tell people to file online. I don't know why people don't listen. Yeah, I want you to have a consultation with the lawyer. Okay. Next okay. person, please. Manansha. I mean, they have, when, when they have given an opportunity, don't try to save a little bit pennies, guys. It's not worth, believe me. Manansha, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. My question is, I'm currently with employer Can A. Can you're with employer A, you are going to be joining employer B. Can the current company file a concurrent H1B for you after you have the H1B receipt notice or approval with company B? The answer is yes, they can. And there aren't any restrictions on the number of months I have to wait. They can immediately file it on the day the transfer is done. Right. I mean, you can have prepare LC and make everything ready. As soon as you get the receipt notice, you can use that receipt notice to file an amendment. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Ranjit. Ranjit. I think so. Okay, you can skip my question. Uh, I think Vamshi already got that question. Yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Let's go to Santosh. Santosh? Yeah, this is Santosh. I have my question, Rahul, in the Google Sheet. It's regarding so my son's regarding AP. My son's AP. My son's yeah. 
is an L2 visa which expires on August 2023 when he turns 21. He had applied for 485 for him along with my family, okay? When the dates were current in 2000, he is, he is an EAD and is also age blocked, okay? Sounds good. He's studying an undergrad in Canada, oh! And going to senior year now, and now he has to travel to Canada in September. ZP expiring in November. He applied for extension early. Ah. So the main problem is advanced parole, is it right right now? Yeah, yeah, only advanced parole. So he's, it's not come yet. If it comes by November, it's good. But uh, what happens if uh, he's in Canada and is the AP still delayed? Then he will, you know, you will have to. There is something what we call in Telugu, avvakavalna, buvakavalna. You got to pick one for him. Let's see. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Any option that to either his... do, do a priority processing for AP or a special request we can do? Or... But they will only give for one month. Oh, is it? Remember, he's supposed to be living in United States when filing the 485 application. There are some alternatives where you can get rid of him in the 485 and do the counselor processing. Oh, but he's the age out kid. There's another problem we have. Ah. You may want to have a consultation with an immigration lawyer, but you will if if it's me, I want some extra time to review it. I don't know if the other immigration lawyers are experts in that particular matter, but I need a little bit of time to review. If you choose that you want to give up his 485 and do the counsel processing for him. So Rahul, I was looking at either maybe he drops a course for six months and get his AP and go or interim anything possible. I would I would recommend that he drops a course. For six because months and then take it up in the next uh, SEM. Right. That would be better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking I that's the best option. I don't know whether six months is going to work. What if it's one year? Next person, please. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Rahul. Hi, Rahul. Um, my wife, uh, uh, she's on H1B visa, but she recently uh, laid off on June 30th. So, but I have... Yeah, uh, I mean, she, she, yeah. If you have an I-140 approval, she can move on to the H4 plus EAD. And when she gets a job opportunity, she can always move back to H1B. I mean, I have I approved I-140, but she don't have any uh, approved I-140. But did she use up the six years of H1B? No, she's an initial H1B. Okay, yeah. She can always come back to H1B later on. Uh, okay, like, um, you know, like, if we apply for H4, uh, H4 and then while it is in process, if she gets the job and if employer is transferring her H1 visa, do I need to uh, withdraw H4 or it's automatically... Uh, no, you, don't, you don't have to withdraw the H4 plus EAD. What you could do is that do a premium processing of H1B. They will approve the H1B. Don't withdraw the H4. Okay, okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. If thank you. If you're interested in, we're going to send you the H4 proceed if you're interested in filing with us. Okay. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Dinesh. Next person, please. Hey Rahul, yeah, I posted on the Google sheet. So. Hey, you said you got the green card, right? Yeah, yeah. I got the green card along with uh, the approval notice and everything. But the uh, the difference between raising service requests 
Yeah, Why is yeah. it service request? So, so 20 days after, like, it, the date was not current at the time of like approval. Ah. So, yeah, it, it approved in June, yeah, July, and uh, my date was like current till June. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's a proper thing. I want you to do one thing. I want you to mm-hmm. file a freedom of information and get an A file for you, okay? Sometimes okay. they may have allocated the member in the previous month. Mm-hmm. I would do that first and not travel outside the country before service right. request has been raised. Okay, okay, yeah. Hey Rahul, uh, good afternoon and thanks for giving the time. Uh, so the question is basically, I have got a new uh, petition approved with the councillor process. And I also, some two, three months back, I asked in the same uh, forum, you said that, hey, if the work violation where the previous petition, I, I was... Uh, I, know, I know I know what you're speaking. So you're supposed <laughs> to work at one location, you work at yeah. a different location. So you said they a queue that, you know, just and so... go for out of Hajj and some, like you said. So so now the question is, if the counselor asked, why did your uh, company applied for uh, counselor process, where I had a chance for the advanced, uh, sorry, the... No, in uh, the DS-160, on the DS-160, there's a question that says okay. that, have you were, ever violated the state? And you answered yes to that question. And no, I haven't. you have to mention, no, you have to answer yes to that. You should answer yes to that question. Oh, okay. Uh, I missed that. I have already submitted my DS-160. You can correct it. Okay, I can correct it. You okay. can log back so, and correct it. You can correct it. Sure. Sure. So I can give in advance the details, right? Like, you know, hey, this was been missed by the immigration. Right. Okay. okay. I can don't do that. Don't ever this... blame. Don't ever blame immigration for it. Okay. So what should be my answer? So blame that doesn't mean blame myself. Okay. You, you should blame yourself. If you go say there that you are blaming somebody else, you're going to get your visa rejected. Okay. And uh, one last question on the same. Uh, do I have to carry the client letter for this uh, counsel process? It's always good to carry the client letter. Next person, please. Thanks, Ra. Thanks so much. Yeah, I posted my question online. Yes, you got the receipt notice of the B2. I got notice that I'm the beautiful biometrics on 24th. Okay, South Korea. If I file H1B with new employer before biometric, do I need to still attend? Yes, you still need to attend the biometric. You already completed 60 days, right? Now your voice is coming like going in and out. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, so I filed my. Uh... After consulting with Emily, uh, I filed my uh, online application like three days before my wow. 60 days expired. So right now you're applying for change of status from B2 to H1Bs, right? No, uh, like that's uh, it's still in progress, but yes, like that will be my next thing, right? Change of status will be the next thing, right? You should attend the biometric. Okay, that's what my question. So I should still attend the biometric and my new employer should do the right. change of status, not the transfer because I'm out of 60 days. No. Right. And on B2. Right. All right. Thank yeah. you, sir. Vishal, Vishal, you need to unmute yourself. Hello. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for the call. So uh, my question is related to EB1C. I am currently working on H1B as a portfolio manager. First thing is, am I mm-hmm. qualified for that? And second, in my LC of H1, my LC was given on the name of application wait. consultant. Sorry. Wait, wait. Did you work for the company in India before? Yes. So I worked in India for three years and then came here one and a half year back on H1B. With the same company? With the same company? With the, with the same company. 
How many people you supervise here in USA? Around 15. About in India? Around 10. You can try if you want to see. And is there anything, this has anything to do with my LCA, that is application consultant three mentioned over there on H1? No, uh, it may have to do something with it. There are many ways around it though. They could always say that in future your position will be a supervisory position. All right. Okay. My my company wise designation was manager and senior manager back in India, and now uh, I'm actually looking into complete portfolio. So this designation is a portfolio manager. So I'm looking into four banks portfolio right now. It's so, not. We don't look in. You know the titles are very deceptive though. We look into the job description though. All right. So just because you say I'm a super manager doesn't mean anything. We will look into whether your job duties are supervisory or not. Okay. Okay. So that's very important for us. But Next. this, so you this should, okay. Should. You should look for, you should look for uh, EV1C. You should try because you told me you, you supervise 15 employees here. You supervise 10 employees there in India. And yes. then the, if the job duties say that thing that you're supervising, then you're good. You should go for it. All right. Thank you. Whether Thank you. your company is willing to do it, you should go for it. Next person, please. Prashant. Hello, Rahul. Um, thank you for the session. So right now I'm on L1A visa. Uh, so I was in this company for five years and then I went to Canada for a couple of years and came back. Um, so I'm applying, uh, I'm planning on applying for I-140 under EB1C, um, hopefully. So my idea is to lock in the priority date. So currently my company's policy is that they don't file for I-140 unless I complete one year under L1. Um, so as I mentioned, I've been working for this company for over five years and I've been in this managerial role since October, 2021. Um, so my questions are like, can I go for an external consultation or is it like, you know, only my company should apply for the, uh, for I-140 or EB1C? Well, EB1C can only be applied by your company. The other okay. companies cannot apply for EB1C. No, can I go the for next? Companies... Can... can you go for what? No, can I go for an external consultation? I'm still with the same company. I'm not like planning to change. So my can you do question what is... consultation? Like outside my company, can someone else, like, you know, uh, like, is it only my company lawyer can apply for it or can I go for an external, like, can I do it on my own? You mean to say, can you hire an external lawyer to do the EB1C? Right, yeah. No, the company can hire, you cannot hire. So I cannot do it on my own? No, you cannot. Okay. Um, so I have like another question on this. So like, so I landed back here in USA on like this March of 2023. Is there an ideal time uh, that I have to wait uh, to make my case stronger or improve my chances? No, no, you can file immediately. You can file immediately. Okay. But it's only through my company, right? Only through your company. If the company says they have a rule of one year, then you have to wait for one year. If the company says they have a rule of seven years, you have to wait for that. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Mansi Reddy. Mansi. Hey, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. 
you're telling that um uh, how old are you mansi you're about 21 or below 21 you don't have to tell me your age today i'm about no you can't get a green card through your uncle ma'am okay so if he files one for my dad is that possible like how long is it yeah going? he can that's going to take about 18 years for your dad to get the green card oh okay is there any other way that uh, i can get any green card there are 180 different no. ways of getting the green card the I, of my I'm uncle sorry? the possibility of my this uncle is, me or anything like that for from your uncle to you is only uh, are you married mansi no not yet okay first you are uncle has to file a green card for your dad that's about 18 years and if you're not married your dad can file an application for you and that waiting period is about 7 to 8 years so okay. in that case what will happen is it's about 25 years or so it would take time for you to get getting in card if you're not married now if you get married then your dad has to wait until he becomes a us citizen which is 60 years from 18 years which is going to be 24 plus there is a 10 year waiting period for that which is about 34 years now so anywhere between 25 years to 35 years is the time period that will take okay all right but uh, if can he file it to me if he is in, under the process or only after he gets it no he has to get the green card before he, he can file for you okay next Thank person please maruf Maruf Haider. Yes, yes, Rahul. Can you? My question, Rahul, to you is: uh, first of all, thank you for your time. So, I'm on H-1B visa with uh, my company. My wife is on H-1B with her company. Now, I want to do a H-4 transfer to consular processing. The idea is my for farm who? for my wife. For you or for for my okay. wife? Keep going. So. That, The idea is like once my I one my farm is approved, which is gonna be next summer, um, so that like you know she can go in and come with H four status. So is that can she have two non immigrant status at the same time, H one B and H four? Wait, I couldn't understand why you want to move her to H four. Her you want to move her to H four or you to H four? Her to H four because we want to be together in the same location. so um but like i want to wait so, until my farm is approved but at the same time i just want to do a consular processing so that like you know she can go anytime and get that h4 stamping and come come to the states you she she doesn't need any consular processing to go for h4 stamping all she needs to do is that show the h1 b approval and a marriage certificate that's it there's no h4 in consular processing Oh, she doesn't need anything. She just can boom, like she can go in today with my everything, and then boom, she can get the. Uh-huh. That's it. You just have to take your H-1B approval, and she has to prove she is married to you. Oh, and can she enter? Like you know, because if she is, if she has both the statuses, like H-4 um, stamping and H-1B so, stamping, uh, they make they may sometimes cancel the H-1B. If they don't cancel the H-1B, she can choose which one she wants to enter. and that's at the time of the cbp the border patrol the border will ask the agent that, will ask well, yeah but it may be at the time when you fill out online status 
of what is your status uh, when you are traveling. You have to fill your status out online with the airlines. She has to choose the option at that time. Okay, and whatever the status she chooses, that will be her status. Okay, that's right. Okay, thank you so much. Because I was asking, I was thinking about my, um, you know, company to file for H force, which is not needed now. Okay, no, sir, not not needed. Okay, thank thanks. you guys for coming in the next Zoom call. Will be tomorrow at eleven thirty. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the questions, but uh, you can make an appointment with me or any of my colleagues at any point of time, and uh, uh, and the link is provided to you. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.